Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Hi, this is Jonathan Messenger, and I'm here today because a lot of you have been writing in with lots of really great questions and concerns about what's happening with the show. And I'm here to answer that question right now. Good. Yes, thank you, Bebop. So for the last three years, we've produced an episode a week for almost every week, sometimes two a week. But we haven't been able to do that this year because I have something called pneumonia. Pneumonia, Jonathan, is that an alien? No, it's not an alien. It's just like a virus that lives in your lungs. And for me, that means it's been very hard for me to record because... If I speak for more than, like, ten seconds, I start coughing like crazy. It's true. It's really gross. Yeah, it is. Even this right now, what we are recording, it's taken, like, seven takes to get this right. Yeah, it's super annoying. I agree, Bebop. The good news is, it's no big deal. And come next week, I'll have full lung capacity power, and we'll be able to rip through the rest of the season and i'm just so sorry that we've been so inconsistent that's been one of the things that we've prided ourselves on is always making sure we have great stories for all of our amazing listeners and it's killed me that we haven't been able to do that this season maybe we should just do bebop tales hey 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 let's not do anything drastic okay we'll be back next week for sure i'm 100 on the mend here so jonathan you said pneumonia is like a virus like you get sick in your lungs is that right yes that's right bebop Is it also what makes you so bald? No, Bebop, that is a whole other thing. So what we're going to do today is we are going to dig into our vault of one-off stories, and we're going to run one of my favorite stories that we published way back when, our first Halloween episode. I hope you'll enjoy this story, and I promise you we will be back next week to resume the season. And thank you again to everybody who has written in with concerns. And again, I really appreciate it, and I'm so excited to be back and putting out a great show for you. So thank you all so much, and we will see you next week. You should really have a doctor look at that bald spot. Hi, this is Jonathan Messenger, and you're listening to The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. And that sound means that this is our special spooky Halloween episode. Now you may be saying, why hasn't your intro bot Bebop interrupted you by now? Well, that's because Bebop is scared of spooky stories. No, I'm not. And he won't come out of my closet until Halloween is over. I'm just looking for my sweater. So it's just me this time. No, I just have to find my sweater and I swear I'll be right out. Oh, really, Bebop? Then why don't you come out of the closet and just say hi for a second? What? Naked? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Okay. Anyway, this is our Halloween special, which means that it's a bit of a departure from the regular tale we've been telling these past few months. It's kind of a one-off story happening outside the current stream of our show. Okay, with that disclaimer... Let's hit our Halloween special, Occupy the Marlow. Every year, the famous Marlow 280 Interplanetary Exploratory Space Station threw the best Halloween party in the galaxy. Which galaxy, you ask? The Marlow travels around from galaxy to galaxy all the time, you say? Be more specific, you insist. Well, the answer is, whatever galaxy it happens to be in on Halloween, it's there that the Marlow throws the best party. And that's because the Marlow 280 Interplanetary Exploratory Space Station has spent so much time interplanetarily exploratorying so many new worlds 
that it had friends across the universe, and invitations went out to all the planets that Marlowe had allegiance with. And so at this party were the triple-headed aliens of the Cosmeco Galaxy, the two-toothed aliens of the Chronoton Nebula, and the tiny flea aliens of the Skurvix Galaxy. They RSVP'd yes, but no one could ever tell if they came or not. Everything was going great at this party. Everybody was out on the dance floor until... Floating up from the center of the floor was a small white creature who had not been invited. It was nearly impossible to describe, like a thin white mist that hung together in a cloud. But it had eyes, two of them, that would disappear on one side and reappear on another. Its mouth, too, seemed to shift around in the mist. Guys, said Vale, I don't think that's an alien. Yeah, me neither, said Finn. It's not a human, said Voltronics. And it most certainly is not a robot. So what is it then? It's a ghost, said Elias. A what? A ghost, but keep it down. We don't want people getting scared. What did you say it was? A host? I thought we were hosting this party. Oh, for crying out loud, said Foggy. Haven't you ever heard of a ghost? A ghost! Someone in the crowd yelled and everyone scattered. The mist began to circle the party and the ghost's mouth appeared near the bottom of the mist and grew large, smiling, and laughing. <laughs> it's about time, you silly marvel. People had a little haunting. The fog wrung the floor, surrounding the dancers, keeping them in. One of the cooks ran for the door, but the ghost's mouth appeared before him, fangs bared. Boo! Ah! The cook stumbled back into the room. A kid made a run for the door on the other side, but the ghost's mouth appeared over there, too. The kid nearly fainted from fright. One of the eyes appeared low to the ground, right by Vale. He turned and saw it and cried out, Ah! and poked it in the eye. The ghost growled and howled at the partygoers, who stood frozen in fear. Okay, that's it. It's time we had a little fun. In case you don't know who I am, let me introduce myself. I am the occupier. So which one of you shall be my host? Oh, I read about these guys, said Elias. Yeah, they take possession of people's bodies and then make them do things against their will. Uh, you know, I guess I should sound a little less excited about the fact that one of them is here. Well, let me introduce myself. I am Voltronic Zoo. Voltronics walked out into the middle of the room. I am a fierce warrior, the most powerful robot in the universe. There is nothing that some little mist could do to scare me. The fog grew thick behind Voltronics's head. The whole room grew still. Ah, uh, Voltronics, said Vale. You might want to turn around. Out of the mist grew a giant mouth, and the ghost's two eyes looked down on Voltronics, smiling. Show yourself to me, ghost. Whatever a ghost is. Oh, I'm really scared. A ghost. I'm a little misty. Boo! Sweet fancy Oreos, yelled Voltronics, nearly falling to the ground. The ghost reared back, and then something they didn't expect at all happened. The mist funneled into Voltronics. It flew down into his mouth and then disappeared. Voltronics said Foggy. Are you okay? Yeah, of course. Perfectly fine. I defeated the ghost, didn't I? I, Voltronic Zoo, alone defeated the ghost. Are you sure that's what happened? said Finn. It seems like maybe you... Foolish mortals, I will destroy you all, beginning with these four before me, said Voltronics. Wait, what did you just say? said Vale. Me? Nothing. Uh, something's not right here. Run for the bridge! Make it in time and you'll be fine! 
said Voltronics as he popped off his head and held it in his hands before him. Mist escaped a bit from his body. There, that's much better. Now, you better run. Elias, what's happening here? said Finn. Well, too late, yelled Voltronics, running after them. I'll tell you in a second, said Elias. The explorers burst through the door, tumbling into the hall and began sprinting through the circular hallways of the Marlowe. You heard him, said Vale. We have to get to the captain's bridge before he catches us. They raced forward. Guys, said Elias, remember that Voltronics never got a book, right? They turned a corner and kept running. And so he's sort of like a blank slate, right? They ran down another corridor and passed a wing of compartments. And then, okay, if he's a blank slate and the ghost took possession of him... Hold on, let me catch my breath. Guys, actually... I don't think we need to run that hard, said Foggy. Voltronic Zoo, the robot, was top of the line, the fastest model on the Marlowe 280, but when possessed by the ghost, who didn't know how to control Voltronic's mechanical body and was carrying his own head in his hands, he was slow and lumbering. Mist leaked out of his joints and eyes. So he's basically, said Elias, he's a ghost, or a ghost story now. You're right, said Foggy. <laughs> old Voltronics, who never read a book in his life. He's basically turned into the legend of Sleepy Hollow, the headless horseman. Why are you laughing? You better fear me, yelled the ghost. Voltronics stuck out one hand, the other hand holding his head. Or I'll blast you! Voltronics' hand disappeared, and then it slowly cycled through its different attachments. Drill, soldering iron, screwdriver, shovel. Doesn't this thing have a laser or something? But his hand got stuck on plunger. Why does it have a plunger? But then, Voltronics' rocket boots fired up. Oh, that's much better. Okay, now we may have to run, said Foggy, who fired up his own booster. The troop held on to him as he flew down the corridor. Voltronics was behind them the whole time, holding onto his head, which was flying out ahead of him, the ghost and his machine howling along the way. Guys, I don't think we should take him to the bridge, said Abigail. I have a bad feeling about bringing him in there. Come on, let's go in here. The troop bundled into the library. Foggy clashed with Voltronics momentarily at the library door to slow him down, the seeping mist trying to spread to Foggy's circuits. I beg your pardon, said Foggy, fanning it away. I'm a learned man. I don't fill my memory with ghost stories. The ghost howled and barreled into the library, knocking Foggy back. It found Finn and Elias racing down the stacks. It cornered them in the cookbook section. Aw, man said Finn. I don't want to be scared to death in such a boring section. Voltronics, controlled by the ghost, crept closer and closer. I don't just control robots, you know. He pointed at Finn, and mist seeped out of his finger, floating into Finn's mouth. But just then, Abigail popped up behind him. She unlatched the panel on his back. Voltronics swung an arm around to stop her, leaving just one arm to hold on to his head. Finn didn't know Abigail's plan, but he knew one thing. He grabbed Voltronics' head and rolled it down the spiraling ramp of the stacks. <laughs> Abigail jammed a thumb drive into Voltronics' back. Okay, Elias, your turn. Elias opened up Voltronics' side panel, the robot's body flailing like a confused octopus looking for his head. Hurry, Elias, he's coming back, said Abigail. Voltronics' head began rolling back up the ramp. Elias tapped on the keyboard on Voltronics' side, dodging the swinging arms. He's almost here, Elias, said Finn. Not if I can help it, yelled Vale, and he kicked Voltronics' head back down the ramp. Oh, come on! But the game was already over. Abigail and Elias had successfully downloaded the ghost story off of Voltronics and onto a steaming thumb drive.
The librarian walked into the library. She saw Voltronics's head on the floor, his collapsed body in the stacks, and the misting drive in Elias's hand. I take it we're not going to be adding that story to our collection, she said. Okay, thank you so much for listening to our story. I don't have my editor with me today, but he had a lot of input on this story. And both Griffin and I want to wish you a happy and safe Halloween. Have a lot of fun trick-or-treating. And we'll see you this week on Wednesday for the next episode and the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Happy Halloween! Can I come out now? Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Oded. I'm Ethan. I'm Awa. And And we're we're a GZM family. Join us and listen to Fourth and Inches. Here Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Do you wish this was you? Go to gzmshows.com slash shoutout to learn more. And you may hear your GZM family at the end of a podcast. Let your voice be heard at gzmshows.com slash shoutout.